oh, seems like we've lost that voice or whatever. But the point is true. <laughs> Even Ruben Pele on Durban says, good evening, Oliver. I think it's the first time your show got me laughing with regards to our political actors. Look, it, it actually was quite hilarious. <laughs> But we mustn't lose sight of the substance uh, of the conversation. But that was quite hilarious. Brad in Durban. Brad, good evening. Oliver, how are you doing? I'm fantastic, Brad. Go ahead. I was just um, enjoying your little chat you had earlier about going to see the psychiatrist. And it related a lot to me. Yeah. On Saturday, uh, I was four and a half years keen and sober. And uh, Congratulations. That's That's a milestone. Thank you, big time. And I think that um, what you're saying about being diagnosed, I have ADD, um, so I'm not hyper uh, at all, but my focus and attention throughout school and after has always been very low mm-hmm. and uh, always in trouble, like you say, is normally associated with those disorders. Mm. Uh, my son now is ADHD, and it always worries me that... Um, when he's older, he might look for that same uh, fix. Mm. Obviously, we've diagnosed it. I was never diagnosed uh, before as ADD, but um, I was on a drug called CAT, and it made me focus a lot more. So all my work, which I'd normally struggle with, Excel spreadsheets and, and all admin work, suddenly became so much easier for me when I was on the drug. Mm. Maybe it was a, But as you say, is that it doesn't mean... Uh, gets used to it after a while, and so you have to start increasing and increasing. And uh, obviously went through a real rough time and nearly lost my wife and kids. But um, by the grace of God and rehab, I managed to change all of that. Mm. And I've noticed that afterwards now I'm on Concerta and it's it's changed my life. And Mm. I wonder often that if I wasn't on something before that I could understand uh, what I struggle with, if I hadn't, I would, might, might not have gone to drugs to fill that dopamine or try to mm. fill that sort of concentration as I was seeking. Mm. But it's always a worry to know that, because um, they say a lot of these things are hereditary as far as uh, drug abuse is concerned and alcoholism. And I worry that uh, my son might look for those same mm. fulfillments, you know, when he's older. So mm. it's a thing that I'm always... He's still young now, but when he gets a bit older, I always want to have an open conversation with him about mm, it. Mm. You know, he was a bit young to understand what I went through at this stage, but I definitely fill him in when he's um, when he's a bit older and he's young teens and he starts developing more. Yeah, but um, yeah, enjoy uh, what how, you said. How did how did you have this conversation with your family, with your cousins, brothers, sisters, uncles, aunts? Your community? How did how did because they would have seen you battle through drug addiction. They would have seen you, yeah. like you say, almost lose your wife and kids. And there was, a, yeah. I would imagine, a real sense of worry about you. Um, yeah. w- w- have you been able to explain to them in retrospect now saying, hey, you know, actually, it, it was just a neurological uh, mismatch that was beyond my control. Um, are they a lot more empathetic to that to that viewpoint now? I think my wife not. I think she still struggles to understand that addiction is a disease. But yeah. she understands the the whole concept of it, but she refuses to say that it's, uh, it's uh, out of your control. Yeah. And I accept that's her point of view. Uh, I think it was bad because my immediate family, like my brother, my dad, supported me from day as the day I said I'm going to rehab. Um, they obviously were excited, but never really gave me trouble about the way I behaved before when obviously my wife and kids were taking the brunt of everything. Mm. And... But- um, but afterwards, I've been very vocal 
to everybody that I meet. Yeah. I mean, uh, I own a cocktail bar now, imagine. Yeah. And people come there to drink, yet I stay sober. And so when people say, let me buy you a drink, and I'm like, no, I don't anymore. And if they ask a second time, come on, then I explain to them why yeah. I don't drink. Yeah. And I'm vocal because I think if I can just get through to one more person, it's mm. super important. Mm, mm. And on the same thing, I, I, it, it, I don't know if, it, if, it, if it's ADD goes across the whole nation, but can you imagine the people that can't access a psychiatrist yeah. or psychologist yeah. to get diagnosed? Like my, my maid, she tells me now her, her son, I think he's eight or nine, it's always naughty, yeah? he's always doing his homework wrong. And, he's, and I just think to myself, he's probably a perfect candidate to go and see a psychiatrist yeah. and get diagnosed. Yeah. And how many people are missing out on that, you know? Yeah. I was the naughty kid. Like I said, I was always beaten in class and I was always yeah. reprimanded for, for, for that sort of behavior. I'm fortunate enough that my academics didn't really suffer from it, but I was labeled the problematic kid. Yeah. And, you know, the feeling that I'm feeling, because I only got diagnosed today, and wow. the feeling that I felt walking out of that consult was a freedom, a sense of freedom. Absolutely. I can Absolutely. finally describe what's wrong with me. Absolutely. Um, and it empowers and me to, to do something it about well, it. You know? Yes, yes. Uh, Where previously amazing. I didn't have that, you know. Um, yes. And I wonder if you felt that same sense of freedom when you were diagnosed. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because uh, you, you still, I still want to be able to concentrate and do the things that I'm tasked to do without five minutes into it just discarding it and then, yes. you know. And that's how I was at school. So once I found out that I was ADD, um, it was actually quite funny because she gave me the the psychiatrist gave me a whole lot of forms to fill in. Yeah, and uh, similarly, yeah. Um, when, when I went back a month later, said you filled the forms, and I said I started, then I stopped. <laughs> well, that's, you're the perfect candidate. Obviously, yeah. you finished the forms, but it was just funny that that's how I've always been. You know? Yeah. And now to know that I'm on concert and it just helps me out and levels everything. It's, uh, I just worry that so many people miss out on that opportunity. Yeah, absolutely. You're absolutely right, Brad. Thanks a lot, man. Thanks a lot for sharing your experience and your story. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Brad calling us from Durban. Give us a call. I'd love to hear from you. 086-000-2032. 086-000-2032.